Hello, hello, a good morning or good afternoon, depending on what time of the day you are listening to this podcast. Welcome back to a new episode of Brew with Memory. And today we are going to do what we've been told not to do. Let me explain you a little bit. Coffee uh, can be a little monotonous sometimes, especially if you start brewing coffee every day uh, for the past two, three, four years. Um, your routine starts looking the same, sort of. And um, that's where I started looking at something something new, new recipes, um, different ways of looking at at the, um, the brewing extraction. And today we are going to brew a V60 with no bloom. So it's going to be one straight pour uh, from start to finish. I'm going to explain you and, and lead you step, step by step the uh, the brewing instructions on how to um, to extract correctly uh, the coffee uh, without any bloom. Now, a little of of, of prerequisite uh, about this um, this recipe: really fresh coffee won't make it. It will give you a little astringency and and a slight bitterness of the aftertaste. So. For this method, I really suggest you to get a coffee that is uh, 10 days old. That's where you have a nice stability in flavors and in carbon dioxide content in your coffee. So from 10 days to 30 days after the rose date, that's, um, that's like a perfect way to make, um, to make this kind of coffee without a bloom. Also, the other, the other uh, aspect of no bloom is that I really wanted to get a coffee and make it quickly. Um, and also, in the future, I would like to create a recipe without any scale. But that's, that's for the future. So, let's start with this one. As I said, it's a coffee um, made with V60. And here I'm going to use our light roasted coffee uh, from Ethiopia, Gute Sodu. Um, so all those recipes, I've tried approximately seven recipes with no bloom and it worked mainly with lighter roast. Maybe I will, I will do some research with medium and dark roast and how to adapt it. But since we do not roast dark, I'm not super eager to do those researches yet, but it will be for the future. The, um, ratio is 18 grams in and 280 uh, grams of water grind the same way you'll grind for your um your, your drip so if you use a barazza anchor or any barazza it's somewhere between 18 and 20 and here with a commonante hand grinder it's about 28 to 30 clicks so somewhere around the, your classic um grind setting for v60 and all right 18 grams in we are going to level up uh take a chopstick take a chopstick and create a crater like a real crater and it has to go all the way down so really create a nice crater in the center of your v60 the idea is that while we are going to pour, especially the initial pour, we are going to create a kind of mini bloom, sort of, without stopping the flow. Flow-wise, as I say, we are going to pour 280 grams of water 
at 203 degrees Fahrenheit, so in a higher hand. And we have to finish in two minutes, 150 to two minutes. So it requires a lot of uh, control uh, of your, your kettle, of your pouring, and uh, to hit that, that 280 at, um, at a minute 50, a minute 45, maybe two minutes. And usually we'll end within two minutes and 30 seconds. All right, so let's start. And when we start, the initial pour be even slower than, uh, than you can. Be the slowest that you can uh, um, without breaking the, pad, the flow pattern. Because the initial pour will, will basically um, create the bloom in itself. All right, let's go. So it's very slowly in the center. And we go around. And while we go around, I can see the, the bloom of the center, basically. That was the idea. The idea was to create a crater so that all the water is, all the coffee is, uh, is wet. And as we move around, it blooms. And then we go back in the center. So my circles are just... From the center to the extremities and then from the out, outer layer to the inside. And so I go very, very slowly. My pouring height is really very close to, um, to the coffee bed. And I'm really the slowest as I can without breaking the flow pattern of the kettle. I use 203 degrees Fahrenheit because we are not going to put the kettle down to reheat. So um, it needs to be high in order to maintain its thermal inertia. Thirty-five. I'm at two fifty. A minute forty. I'm at two sixty. I'm gonna heat it. And uh, one fifty to eighty-one. So it's a little bit. All right. And now I'm just let it um, drill down, and it's gonna take another thirty seconds. Uh, for a brutal finish i'm not even stirring stirring or or like adjusting the level because uh, all all the extraction is already done here uh, i've already done all the all the extraction and a good way to assess if you did that this recipe correctly is that at the end you should not see any bubble like those blooming bubbles uh, those blooming bubbles you really see in the beginning that's why the the first pour is super important Right. Okay, so I'm finished at 238, which is great. Let me measure my way out. Okay. And we're going to measure the extraction as well. So I had 280 out, should be about 260 ish, 270 ish. And we are 240 
240 um, brood. So yeah, they absorb 40, 40 grams, which is about 2.1 weight of the coffee. And now let's measure, it's a bit hard to measure the TDS. Mm. It smells super, super sweet. And it is indeed a very, very sweet cup here. Um, I think if you, if you really love, if you really love a natural processes, the, the sweetness from that natural process, this method will really um, give you that high sweetness. The acidity, which was quite high in this coffee, is a bit muted down. Even if we finish early, it's, it's muted down and um, the finish is a little short and a little dry. Which is kind of expected, I think. So overall, it's, very, uh, it's a sweeter cup than, um, than uh, the classic recipe. But if you just want to take like the classic coffee professional balance, it has less balance. Mm. Yeah, just a little, a little dryness at the end, but the um, the initial sweetness is really intense and really um, really powerful. I really love it, um, especially if you want like a quick a quick coffee to go. I think I will do that recipe again, and I think that that dryness at the end is caused by obviously the no bloom. That's why we all want to bloom. But I believe um, let's wait. If you will wait 15 days, maybe 20 days, you'll have much more, um, much more uh, kind of aftertaste and and kind of smoothiness in the uh, in the finish. All right, now let's measure uh, our TDS. So TDS stands for total dissolved solid. There's quite a light roast that we brew quickly. So I expect a quite low TDS here. Even if it was a strong cup, we have Let's see, it was 240, right? And that was was made. Um, divided. It takes a bit of time. Mm. And here we had like the peach, the watermelon, grapes here. It's really, um, really flavorful. Okay, so we have 1.15 times 240 divided by 19. So it's about 16, 16% um, of, of the extraction, which is in the lower hand um, of the average kind of coffee. Well, and that's mainly due to, um, to the roasting level, which is in the light, uh, in the light um, hand, and this uh, no bloom effect. So, I'll try it 
um, with uh, even with with natural processes as well. Um, but please wait at least 10, 15 days to get a, a better um, better insight, better result of uh, of the coffee. But honestly, it's a uh, it's not bad at all. It's not bad at all. It has a lot of uh, complexity, a lot of body as well. And as I said, it's just that aftertaste who is a little on the dry side. But once again, it's all up to you. So try it and um, and let me know if uh, if you come up with uh, with nice uh, nice results. Thank you very much and see you next time.